section five of the national geographic magazine volume eight march eighteen ninety seven this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by betty b geographic literature laboratory practice for beginners in botany by william a setchell ph d professor of botany in the university of california pages roman numeral fourteen plus one hundred ninety nine new york the macmillan company eighteen ninety seven ninety cents that school instruction in botany is emerging from the dilettantism and dry terminologyism of manuals on the one hand and the proud but narrow microscopism of the usual laboratory guides on the other is evidenced by the appearance of professor setchell's laboratory practice for beginners in botany it is a book in which technical names for the parts of plants and machinery for handling and examining specimens are given a subordinate place while the gross structure of plants is examined with the question constantly in mind how does the plant make use of the organs and in what way are the modifications in different plants adapted to their special requirements the book contains sixteen chapters on the anatomy of seeds seedlings roots stems leaves buds flowers inflorescence and fruits and interspersed chapters on protective structures storage of food climbing and insectivorous plants vegetative reproduction pollination seed dispersion and other similar subjects the book cannot fail to go a long way toward placing the student and we may add the teacher also in the attitude of keenly observing the relation of structure to function a kind of observation in which charles darwin and sir john lubbock have been our chief masters and which will ultimately give the science of botany the acute scientific interest and real educational value in secondary schools to which it is so well adapted and so fully entitled f v c an introduction to geology by w b scott blair professor of geology and paleontology in princeton university pages roman numeral twenty seven plus five hundred seventy three with numerous illustrations new york the macmillan company eighteen ninety seven a dollar ninety students and teachers are to be congratulated on the appearance of another elementary work on geology as explained by the author the treatise had its origin in the attempt to write an introductory work dealing principally with american geology upon the lines of sir archibald geikie's excellent little class book the book is intended to serve as an introduction to the science of geology both for students who desire to pursue the subject exhaustively and also for the much larger class of those who wish merely to obtain an outline of the methods and principal results of the science the contents suggest that the treatise is an expansion of professor scott's lectures on geology in princeton university the book has the attractive air due to the excellent editing clear typography and photomechanical illustrating adopted of late by the macmillan company in matter it is eminently conventional and in manner of presentation thoroughly conscientious it must appeal strongly to the honest student of earth-making 
in general the author has abstracted and condensed in admirable fashion the substance of the geologic literature of the last quarter century thus there is nothing of the sensational and except in vertebrate paleontology little of the novel between title page and index perhaps the chief weakness of the work if weakness it can be called grows out of the author's desire to avoid extremes on mooted points both or all sides are stated judicially and this even when one interpretation is old or speculative and the other new or more directly observational so that many of the chapters smack of classroom rather than field an example will suffice in discussing the distribution of earthquakes it is noted that the great earthquakes which shook the mississippi valley in eighteen eleven to eighteen twelve are among the very few instances of violent and long-continued shocks in a region far from any volcano and the obsolete humboldtian notion of connection with west indian volcanoes is quoted approvingly while the notable shocks that have devastated both sides of the indian peninsula far from volcanoes though about the depositing grounds of great rivers and even our own charleston earthquake which through the studies of dutton threw more light on seismism than any other recorded in history are ignored it is chiefly on the dynamic side or the side of agency that the old and the new are thus confused on the descriptive side the chapters are generally up to date while in paleontology especially in connection with vertebrate fossils the work stands in the van of modern knowledge on this ground alone it will be invaluable to both classes for whom it is designed since it is the first general work to really vivify fossil skeletons and to compel readers to conceive them as of living things the main divisions are one dynamical geology two structural geology three physiographical geology and four historical geology the classification is one of the conventional features suggesting that the author's platform is built of planks carefully selected from platforms of a dozen predecessors to escape consequent difficulties an excellent introduction with a chapter on rock forming minerals is prefixed a useful classification of animals and plants is appended and the value of the book is multiplied by an excellent index as is usual in recent works the author has drawn freely on the common stock of current knowledge and gives credit to a score of contemporary geologists w j m end of section five